Hi, welcome to the Pod Buffet, where you will find an eclectic mix of new podcasts by fresh new podcasters from around the world. Short but sweet, the daily episodes will give you a five-minute taster that will definitely entice you to listen more. Just follow the links in the show notes. You are sure to find something to love right here at the Pod Buffet. G'day there, it's Adam Ashton here from the What You Will Learn podcast. I shared an introduction as an overview of what the What You Will Learn podcast is a couple of weeks ago. Now I'm back to share with you a very, very special episode that I just had recently. I was a student in TPF1, I was a coach in TPF3, 4, and now a coach in TPF5, and I had the absolute honor this week of sharing an interview with Seth Godin. Seth Godin, I believe, if you're listening to this, needs no introduction. He's the author of 19 best-selling books. He's the creator of the Akimbo Workshops, and he's one of the creators of the Podcast Fellowship that started this all off. We did about a 35-minute interview with Seth. You can find the full episode on the What You Will Learn podcast, but I want to share with you a short four or five-minute snippet of some awesome, awesome content from Seth. I hope you enjoy. There was an important part of the of the book that uh, I wish I had read years and years earlier that uh, I think we do like to expect everything to work straight away and we do expect to just find a job that we love and a job that fulfills our passion but you're saying that rather than trying to find the perfect job that matches your passion maybe we should bring our passion and match it to the job that we've already got can you sort of talk a little bit about how we can shift our perception towards our our current job yeah well this is so important and um it's something i'm doing some writing about just today which is there are two ways to think about this first of all if you define happiness as getting what you want, you are way less likely to be happy than if you define happiness as wanting what you get. And so just as a practical matter, that's the right direction to go in. But beyond that, none of us were born to do the jobs we do. Because when we were born, our DNA, nothing knew about the way the world was going to be now. Van Gogh was not born to paint impressionist oil paintings. Because that same kid born 20 years earlier or 20 years later never would have done that for a living. We're not born to do any of these things. In fact, we're making a calculation. That calculation might be that we find short-term happiness by whining and about denying responsibility because whatever we're doing isn't what we want to be doing, so we're off the hook. Or we're calculating that compared to what else we could be doing, this is great. You know, so someone who's listening to this who doesn't like their job, well, yeah, but if you lived in rural Bareilly, India, in a village with no electricity, and someone offered that person the job you have now, they think they went to heaven, right? That you get to sit around all day listening to podcasts when you're supposed to be working in an air-conditioned building with free snacks. And so it's all compared to what? And what I've found is that if we make the choice, to like what we get instead of trying to get what we want, we get to do better work. And if we do better work, we're more likely to feel like we're of use. I think it's an important shift uh, in the the way you look at it. 
And I think uh, you could look at it as, hey, here's the set of tasks that your boss wants you to do or that the, the job description requires you to do. But there's a lot of things that aren't on that list that you can bring uh, and, and I guess offer to your job that can make a hell of a lot more difference and make you stand out a lot more than just going through the, the stock standard list. Yeah, so I'll give you a really simple example. If you are a knowledge worker and you work in a typical uh, environment, the question is, why haven't you started a book club? If you started a book club at work that met once a week over lunch, where you invited interesting people to come together and talk about something, it doesn't have to be a book, you could all just talk about one Fast Company article a week. What would that do for the culture in your organization? How would that create peer-to-peer engagement and relationships that would pay off for years to come? How would it make it a better place to work? You don't have to be the CEO to do that. In fact, the CEO never does. That when a junior person reaches out to another junior person and says, want to sit and trade notes, that simple act starts to weave together a new kind of culture on top of the old culture. That what does it mean to have been the person who brought Slack into your, into your organization, right? Because it wasn't the IT department that did it. Well, whoever brought it in took an act of leadership, and they compound, and they earn you the trust and engagement of those people around you, which gets you ever more chances to make things better. Thanks so much for listening. The Pod Buffet is brought to you by a collective of podcasters from around the world who learnt to podcast together. We hope you enjoy the daily episodes and check out the full podcasts. Look for the links in the show notes. And remember, if you like it, please do share it. Taste and hear with the Pod Buffet.